welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. This is the Goat Channel Podcast. Now, we're going to start this out with some UFC. I'm going to start this out real quick. I know I don't get a lot of listeners yet, so I may not do it every day anymore. I maybe do it three times a week, or I might just cut down and just do a couple a week or something like that. Hadn't really decided yet. If I got listeners, and maybe if they build, I might go back. Um, but I, I want to keep on schedule this week. So Friday, this will be the last episode this week. We're going to talk UFC predictions and just a little bit about it. You know, the event's coming up this weekend, fight night. Covington versus Woodley. If everybody passes and all that stuff cuts and go well, the card is looking the card's gonna be looking like this and okay so we got Tyson Nam versus Jerome Rivera Uh, I like Tyson Nam in that one Andre Yule, and we'll go into these are just the early prelims and the prelims. Uh, once we get to some bigger fights, I'll discuss more about it. But here's my predictions if you want to use it in DraftKings or something. Andre Yule versus Erwin Rivera. I got Yule in that one. So the Rivera, they don't get any love. Journey Newson versus Randy Costa. Um,. I'm going Newsom in that one. Derek Minner versus TJ Laramie. I'm going to take Laramie. Jessica Rose Clark versus Sarah Alpar. I'll take Rose Clark. Um, the records aren't that great, so I don't know. I've seen Rose Clark fight before. Maria Bueno Silva and Maria Romero Barella. And I'm taking Silva in that one. Mirced Bektik versus Luis Eduardo. I like Bektik in this one. That's a featherweight fight. I didn't say all the other ones. Once we get to the main card, I'll discuss them more. You got flyweight of Jordan Espinoza and David Dvork. And I'm going to take Dvork on that one. I think the V or something silent in that, but... Alright, main car. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Now, we got our middleweights. Uh, Kevin Holland versus Darren Stewart. Both only had, both have five losses. Darren Stewart had a nice last fight. I think it was his last fight. And Holland's been pretty solid too. I'm going to take Darren Stewart in this fight at middleweight. I got women's starweight. I got Mackenzie Dern. Gonna submit Random Marcos in the woman's straw weight. Mackenzie Dern with the submission, it's my guess. Light heavyweight, and this should be a good fight. Johnny Walker. He Johnny Walker's kind of up and down. And he shows off when he's up. But he's also has five losses, so does Ryan Spann who's fighting. I like Johnny Walker in this one, but Hopefully he don't get overconfident, over cocky. If he sticks to his game plan, I think he can knock Span out, and that's what I have it as a KO. But if Walker gets called, he could be 
down and out. Um, you got a middleweight bout up next, and then you got your co-main and then your main. So the middleweight bout, season 8-0, Kamzat Chimov versus Gerald Miskret at 31-13. and 13. And I really want to go with Gerald, um, but he's such an underdog. I think, for me personally, I really think Gerald gets the upset. And then we got our co-main. We got a Donald Cerrone, who's had some some up and downs in his last few fights. Um, Nico Price versus Nico Price, who is a stud. He he knocks people out for fun, and I won't. You know, I think Price will win. I really do. Um, but. I want Cerrone to win. That's who I really, I, I want the victory for is Cerrone. So we'll see um, what happens there. But I'm going to go with Price. But my heart wants Cerrone to kind of pull one big one out. Pretty decent one at least at Walterweight. And then we got the Walterweight main event. Kobe Covington and Tyron Woodley. Woodley has five losses. Kobe Covington has two. 15-2, 19-5. I just don't, it's got, it'll depend on what Woodley comes out. Which Woodley do we see? My fear is that the Woodley is going to be the Woodley we've seen the last like three, four, five fights, probably even up to five fights. This little tentative, not being aggressive, or at least four out of his last five or something like that. But not being aggressive, just sitting back. I mean, there's fights he should have lost like that, and he, they, the judge put it in his favor. But last fight was just ugly. It looked like he was, I don't know, just shocked. Um, so I hope he's the aggressive Tyrone Woodley. And if he is, he can get Covington. He can knock him out. It's not going to be a question. Um, but I have Covington in the main event. So... That is the UFC talk. We will be right back after this little break. All right, we are back. We're going to talk about the, uh, I think it's winged foot at the U.S. Open. Man, that course is crazy. Like, it played a little easier than people expected because there was quite a few under. And... Justin Thomas was at a minus five, I think. Yeah, I think he was five under as your leader. He played with Tiger. And I watched the whole round of him and Tiger and that feature group. And then I watched some of Bryson and them. And Bryson looked pretty good. He must have fell apart a little bit at the end. I didn't get to catch the end. But he, he was at minus two or minus three, and he ended up with minus one. Or he was at least minus two and could have had a... He had some looks at minus three or something along that happened, but I know he got up to minus two at his peak. So, Justin Thomas was, is the leader. Made it look fairly simple, but if you if you miss in that rough, it is rough. Um, so, the craziest thing was about Tiger's round in particular, and just this will kind of explain to you the whole course and why it's so difficult. Tiger 
probably hit fairway. I'd say his fairway, I don't know if they call it fairway in regulations or fairway off tee or whatever. I bet it wasn't high. It probably was three or four out of <clears throat> every how many holes. I mean, there's 18 holes, but you have to count your par threes in there. So it wasn't very high. The issue was he probably hit fairway at a high percentage. But, or came close to hitting fairway. Like, he was probably off the fairway maybe, let's say, two foot on a lot of these shots. Like, two foot, that's it. That's a small amount. And it, it was probably even closer than that. So he barely missed it. And then once you barely miss it, you get in that thick stuff. A lot of times it hit the fairway and rolled out because just the way the course is made, between the way the course is made, between the size of the fairways, it just caused, cause it caused issues with it hitting and rolling out too much for him so that got him in bad positions and then he had to make putts to save it and at one point it looked like he was going to go to two under Uh, he had one lip out a perfect putt at the very last second it hit took a just a sharp right it was really an odd like it hit something so that would have put him at minus two and then I think he all of a sudden bogeyed like two or three in a row. And then he doubled, I think, going down a stretch, maybe 18 or 17. I think it was 18. He doubled. And that put him at plus. That put him at, yeah, plus three. So he finished plus three for the day when he had a really good chance as Putting was good. His driving actually was a lot better than you'll see. He just got some, he had some issues of it rolling out. And once it rolled out in that thick stuff, he just couldn't get up. And that happened to a lot of people. Once you get in that rough, if, I mean, you start to scramble, that's basically it. And some of those high scores you see, like Morikawa, he struggled all day. And once you get in there, it's thick down there. And I'd imagine that, I would imagine as the weekend goes on, the whole positioning will be even tougher. So I don't think the course is too easy. I've heard that conversation, but I believe the whole positioning will be different and difficult. And it'll be thick and it'll be, you know... It'll just be, it'll be probably even thicker in the rough. And then with the whole positioning, I I really believe on the last like two days, and you we don't know what the weather is. I haven't seen a forecast, but we don't know how bad the weather might be. And so I think they're jumping the gun a little bit, saying it's a little bit too easy right now, which it may be for today for that kind of course. But I think it'll live up to expectations. So, just a little bit of U.S. Open talk. Next up, Goat Core of the Day. All right, we are to the Goat Quote of the Day portion of the podcast. Here we go. A mind 
is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it isn't open. So pretty much just be open-minded. Don't be closed-minded. Because um, it's just like a parachute. It doesn't work if it don't open. So if it stays closed and doesn't open, then your mind's not going to be working. Uh, and you're not going to think outside the box and you're not going to you know, probably have experiences and everything else like that. So, goat quote, quote of the day, a mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it isn't open. Thank you for tuning in to the Goat Channel Podcast. If you like any of this material or any other material, go to check out the YouTube and all my links. Appreciate you listening. Until next time, goat out.